Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud, question and answer with the nurses. Be sure to send your questions into our email at nurses at americaoutloud.news. I hope everyone in the Nurses Out Loud audience enjoyed a lovely Thanksgiving and you had positive experiences with the relatives in your life and you came in, you know, whoever you came in contact with. Some of you may have had Thanksgiving with friends, the family you choose instead of the relatives this time. And if there was some really special story you want to tell us about that happened with you on Thanksgiving, if you were one of those people who didn't keep your mouth shut about issues of the day and maybe some interesting things happened because of it, we'd love to hear about it. Because we know that sometimes when you're together with the people who you only share bloodlines with, it does seem to have um, a, a problem. And there, there's a Bible verse that we were just talking about today at church that when you're in your own, it's about a preacher that when he comes to preach to his own city, he doesn't have the respect of his own city because they're like, we know who you were. We remember you when you were a kid. We know who you are. And they don't seem to be able to hear us quite quite as well. And I, I'm really quite amazed sometimes how much family can't hear what needs to be heard, and maybe friends are hearing things better. Um, today, I, of course, I've got with me Nurse Kimberly and Nurse Jody, and I'm not sure what happened for y'all for Thanksgiving, but I think uh, we have one world traveler, and that is Nurse Jody. So, where are you right now for Thanksgiving, Jody? Oh my goodness, we landed in Rome on Thanksgiving Day uh, from Barcelona. Prior to that, I was in Colombia with Kimberly uh, at an amazing health and wellness uh, adventure. Truly, it was an amazing experience and cannot wait to share that with our listeners uh, here very soon. But yeah, so I'm just here with my 14-year-old. We both celebrated our birthdays the week of the 16th, well, the November 16th and 18th, and I decided to finally get away, right? Um, you know, we're all still working, but it's so nice to be able to do it virtually from anywhere in the world. And yeah, we're we're in Italy, Rome, and we leave out to Greece tomorrow, so... Well, I'm, not jealous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> are you figuring it out as you go? Are you just figuring it out as you go? Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to share with, um, with, on my, on my show here pretty soon. I, I do budget traveling and I stay at hostels and, and low budget accommodations and, uh, and the way that the airline flights now are, so inexpensive. Um, anyone listening, go to skyscanner.com and you can select multi-city if you wanted. Uh, but the flights are so inexpensive, like less than $100 each for every country that we went to since Colombia. 
And um, yeah, so we don't have to really make plans in advance. If we're enjoying a city, we stay and determine it as we go. So it's exciting. I yeah, love you, it. You know what I've, I've realized in my research, Jody, since you've kind of been talking about the budget travel and all of that, and I just recently got my passport when I went to Colombia. That was actually my first time ever traveling out of the country. Um, so it was an experience. But what I've learned in my research is that it is actually far less expensive to travel internationally. Like I could go to Rome for five days and it would be less expensive than it would be for me to go five days in, say, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And that is well, not an exaggeration. <laughs> well, it's not. I mean, he, here's the thing, you know, uh, say, let's take Rome, for example, uh, the accommodations, I had to get a private room. Um, actually, my budget went up because I thought I'd be able to stay in dormitory style hostels with him. Yeah. But we were only able to do that in Colombia and in Spain and Rome and Greece, we have to get a private room. But even private rooms with a private bathroom is, is still uh, easily under 100 American dollars. Yeah. And and so the, you're right. I mean, it's it, it's a lot less expensive. Our dollar is losing value. So it costs, if it says one euro, it's costing us about 25% more. Um, so if it's one euro, it's really 1.25 US dollars. And so the average meals are still, you know, probably about 30 bucks, you know, if you don't have a drink, if you have a drink, you're looking at $40, Benjamin and I can easily go to a nice restaurant and sit down and eat and it's going to cost me about $60. But then there's also a lot of their fast food places, right? Because the 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 breads are fresh, the meat are is fresh, the cheese is fresh, the pastries. Like I don't bloat here at all, no matter what I eat, you know. But you know, since I've changed my diet, I'm not eating as much, but I'm quite content. So yeah, yeah, it's it's an experience. How fun. <laughs> Yeah, Jody is definitely the world traveler. I was looking forward to being able to join you both in South America, but the hip injury changed that for me. And I was going to get to go with another crowd to this event um, it, during the next week, the first or second week of December. But because I had a setback and had uh, my screws in my hip were uh, just re found out that they're starting trying to come out um, about three mil millimeters I am very much, um, I'm certainly not as brave as Jody, who has um, had so much more world experience than I have, but I, I'm certainly not a person that has, um, I'm not really fretful. I don't really, um, I am brave, I think, but um, I felt really vulnerable when I got told that those screws were coming out. And I thought, do I really want to be in South America <laughs> if something happens and goes bad for me? So I think I'm going to end up missing out on that this time. Well, I'll tell you, you know, what's interesting is that I think that the healthcare is actually higher, is rated higher in Colombia. It's also a lot um, less expensive in Colombia. But th these are the things that I've uh, really discovered. I think that we have this mindset that everything is better in America. And I don't think that that's true at all. Um, but if you look at the, I, I, Jody, you may remember, but it, um, what the actual rank was, but I know it ranked significantly higher than in the United States. Well, yes. 
I think it was uh, Columbia went up like 10 more points or something this year. Either they're 16 or 26 and America lost like 10 or 20 points. Mm -hmm. And so Columbia does does outrank (laughs) the the U.S. healthcare system. Plus, Michelle, at Mountains of Hope, they have a lot of different healing modalities. So I would highly suggest if you are feeling you know, up to it and you're able to move and, and walk up hills and stuff like that, that you, you check out mountains of hope for sure. For sure. Absolutely. It'll be life-changing. Yeah. Like really. Yeah. I wouldn't miss it. I wouldn't miss it. If you have this incredible opportunity and, you know, Lord knows you may never have an opportunity like this again. Um, I would absolutely, absolutely make that happen. Well, there were so many people that didn't want me to go and actually tried to convince me not to go. And I'm so grateful that I didn't listen to any of them. <laughs> and well, sure uh, and you, are you going to dedicate a show, both of you, to? Yes. You? Oh, and probably several. We yeah. learned so many different things that it could definitely be a six, eight part series that we do. Yeah. yeah. Oh my word, that is exciting. I can't wait to do it. You're making me feel jealous. I do, I do feel that vulnerability when I was just totally devastated when I got told that there were three that those screws were trying to come out of me. And he said, you know, this this means your bone could be crushing and your the head of your femur might try and die on you and you may have to have a full hip replacement. I'm like, well, what's the plan? And they don't have a plan. The allopathic medicine world has zero plan. So Michelle is um pursuing um modalities that we found in Arizona at that well that wellness conference and and he even had the gall to say to me after i told him the two miracle things that i had found and he says well if in nine months you don't end up needing a hip replacement surgery it won't be because you use these miracle products i'm like well who says (laughs) well then that's the thing right there you know allopathic medicine is like okay there's something that okay screws are coming out of you so let's just wait and see Let's just wait and see. Whereas there could be different alternative therapies. And I think throughout COVID, uh, for all three of us, our eyes were just wide open. And and that's what Mountains of Hope and this experience has has definitely added to it in in the most fascinating, wonderful, miraculous way. I mean, honestly, I don't say that lightly. And I know Kimberly agrees with me. I mean, when I landed on the airplane, she was already there and she said, Jody, I feel like I'm at Fantasy Island. Yes, that was the <laughs> absolute best way I could describe it. If you remember that show, Fantasy Island with Mr. Rourke and a uh, little a tattoo with the plane, the plane, I'm telling you, it felt exactly like that. I was like looking around, waiting for them to put a lay on me and be like, welcome to Fantasy Island. It's, exa- it's exactly what it felt like. It was just so amazing how accommodating everyone was. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not going to rule it out um, that my vulnerability is starting to go away because I feel a lot better. 
and I don't feel quite as vulnerable. But I, like you said, Kimberly, people are trying to talk me out of it. They they tried to talk me out of my two week post op trip to my niece's wedding in Ohio, and I said they said I could drive. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, don't let don't let anybody uh, do that to you because I mean, several people really um, were concerned because of you know where it is in South America. And let me tell you something. Yes, South America doesn't have the best reputation of you know with criminal criminal activity and all of that. Um, but you know what? Neither does the United States. And so, I mean, there's literally crime everywhere. And I think all of us can agree when, you know, it's our time, it's our time. And it doesn't matter where in the world we are at that time. So, and I know Jody's probably saying that, yeah, I, I know I told you that when you were too afraid to go to the, the hostel, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> what? Well, hostel, that hostel was flipping amazing. You saw the <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm over my fear. I've already, you know, I've talked to um, a friend of mine about it. and I've talked to you about it. And I'm definitely over my fear of hostels. I'm open and ready to receive the experience of sleeping in a dormitory with like six strangers, male, female, don't speak the language, whatever. I'm open. Yes. $30 a night. I mean, how do you beat that? That's that's what I'm saying. I think, you know, even families can go and rent out, you know, a four room, six room, eight room, 12 room dormitory, spend less money and have a kitchen. You know what? You're on to something, Jody. Let's let's like, all right, let's get this set up where we have, you know, like I said, it's very inexpensive to travel abroad. Um, why don't we start hosting trips? You know, if maybe other nurses that want to come along with us and we if we get like a group of six or so, then we don't have anybody else in the hostel. But how fun would that be? I mean, who wants to come on a trip with the nurses of Nurses Out Loud? Let's do it. Oh, my gosh, Kimberly, you just. It. This is the way we could do retreats. Yeah, exactly. We could be traveling. I mean, literally, it would be um, so much. You know, I, I get these ideas that just pop into my head randomly all the time about, you know, things that we can do. How do we come together? How do we, um, you know, bring us together in unity, but also like experience new things and, and become awakened to different cultures and, and all of that. And I think this is be a, like a mobile retreat. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to work this out. You know, yeah. and we've been talking about that, the three of us, you know, we have a lot of you guys, the listeners reaching out, wanting to see how, how to connect with us. And, and, you know, we're, I think we were thinking, too big like we, we would have to run out a conference room or or right. something like that and no this no. is a path <laughs> exactly let's just take a trip forward. together you know we have the hostel we'll we'll go out and do sightseeing and all of that and literally um the it'll be so much more affordable than say even just flying across the country to come to one of our conferences seriously like we could do that so i'd like let, if you're listening and you don't have a passport just go ahead and apply for one we're getting something in the works i can tell you that so if you don't have a passport apply for your passport and i think i feel like something big is going to come from this well, yes. I tell you, just there's some. We all three come from different backgrounds, but I had, was staying at Jody's house, and I, how do you say of yourself, Jody? You say that you were raised on the streets of Chicago or something like that. How do you put it? How do you say it of yourself? Well, I have street smarts. You know, street, I, yeah. I, 
I was raised like understanding the hustle and, and that's not like doing people wrong, but hustling and getting what you what you want and what you need. It's like, if you put it out there and you give it up to God and you're like, all right, but you work for it and you research and you educate it, 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 you know, it's just my experience with this hostel. Um, you know, I have it on my YouTube channel, Jody O'Malley RN, where I'm documenting my journey with my son. And, and you'll see, you'll, you'll see. I mean, we've been cruising around, for over two weeks now. And even after we left the retreat in Medellin, Colombia, uh, Benjamin and I stayed for another three days in, in the city by ourselves. Like, oh my gosh. And we were walking around and we visited amazing um, neighborhoods and food. And it just, it, it's easy. And, and we have to encourage people to do that. Well, here I am, a person who uh, married my 16-year-old high school sweetheart at 19 years old, had six kids, homeschooled, grew up in rural country, America, southern Georgia, and have stayed in the country and homeschooled my kids for the last 29 years. And so hanging out with Jody is just a whole completely new experience for me. Opening up new worlds. And when you pull into a parking lot and, she, and, and Jody says, oh, this is a little sketch. I'm like, okay, Jody. If you think it's good, can you only imagine how I feel right now? <laughs> yeah, that would be definitely a we, warning sign. <laughs> and we went in and met Kimberly and Dr. Urso at the dive bar and sang karaoke. Oh, Michelle. yes. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's where she said it, Kimberly. That's where that. Oh, happened. okay. Okay. <laughs> Michelle's sheltered life is definitely being broadened by these two. <laughs> So um, we all were just recently together in Arizona, and I thought we'd uh, let the audience know a little bit on the first half about some of the things that happened there, because all these nurses convened there and different nurses were speaking, and we could share with everybody what um, what actually happened, because, you know, during 2021-22, there was such an exodus of medical professionals all over the country, and a lot of those nurses who are among the healers of this generation still decided to keep up with their calling to be among the healers in a different way because the system failed them and, and forced them into their homes. And now they're just using new creative outlets for how they're going to still help people. So Kimberly, you led that up. So we can talk about a couple of those people. I mean, one of the ones that stood out so profoundly, of course, is the coerced nurse to me because I did not see her husband ever before. And if y'all don't know her story, she was a nurse who did not want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, did get it, and is profoundly um, physically harmed by it in such, I mean, she's got going around in a scooter, you know, her voice, she has voice pathology, she has inability to really walk without assistance. And I did not know that her husband and her had just gotten married They were newlyweds. Yeah, they were newlyweds. And that was, and you know, Danielle's story is a devastating one. And and unfortunately, she's only, she's one of many, um, but she's thankfully, you know, she's out there speaking out and sharing her story. Um, But she did suffer from transverse myelitis. She had a lot of neurological deficits, but now she has since, um, 
unfortunately been diagnosed with heart failure as well as a result of the COVID-19 vaccine. So, I mean, hers is, again, just one of the, the many stories. Uh, we do choose to elevate the stories of the vaccine injured as well as people who have lost loved ones due to deadly hospital protocols. And then we're, but we're also looking at just shifting the paradigm in healthcare. That's what we're trying to do with remnant nursing. Uh, we're trying to create these opportunities for nurses to break away from this system that no longer serves us. It doesn't serve our patients. And we know that there's a better way. So that's what we try to do. This was our, I think, fourth conference, uh, American Freedom Nurses Summit. And we do, we bring together a variety of just incredible nurses in all different modalities. I mean, we have Jody up there uh, talking about her truth movement and her and inspiring courage in others. And then we have nurses like uh, Nicole uh, Pavlik, who is our homeopathy. And she talks about how she's been using homeopathy for years uh, as, as medicine and how it's made such a, a substantial difference in her life and, and those uh, lives of those around her. Um, we've got nurse Shelly Candelaria, who has started her own IV hydration uh, business and has been wildly successful with that. And we're showing nurses different avenues. So it's been, and just the, the fact of getting together with like-minded nurses at a time when everybody is just, you know, follow the science, follow the science, um, and really not following anything because they're not questioning when we all know that the premise of science actually is a question. So there's something beautiful, no doubt about seeing everybody's story, how they, uh, there is that Bible verse that says beauty from ashes. So I think that the post COVID era is probably going to be one of those very well published seasons of history. That's going to be a a lot of beauty from ashes story and, and back to Danielle, the coerced nurse for a moment, seeing her big strapping newlywed husband. I mean, he picked her up, wrapped his arms around her and picked her up like, you know, this man passionately in love with this woman And here she is, you know, not even a year into her marriage, altered immediately into such a handicapped state. And to see his dedication to her is only something that you really could see that you because we came to the event and got to witness each other in person. I mean, people people were shocked to see me walk in on my walker. Right. They're like, what what's going on with Nurse Michelle? So we getting to see each other is um, certainly a special opportunity. Jody, anything particular stand out to you about the nurses event? It, it was just amazing. Like, you know, Kimberly said, highlighting all the nurses that, you know, we're, we, we've all spoken out individually. And then now we're coming together. That is where the true beauty and the power lies. And now with our nurses retreat to different countries, I have contacts in every country that I've been to. And, you know, people to do tours and places to stay and, you know, coming together. That's what we need. We've been divided too long and, you know, we just need to uplift and empower those nurses that feel that they only have the hospital job, right? That they have to get that paycheck and just to show them that there's a better way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the um, modalities, there were so many therapeutic modalities there that were inside the vendor hall. 
So for me, that ended up becoming a lifesaver because I had brought my ASEA gel. And as y'all may know, who are listening, it's one of the sponsors for the Nurses Out Loud show. So ASEA is one of our sponsors. And I was using the ASEA gel as my primary way of managing pain postoperatively. I was five weeks post-op there on this trip. And I left my gel at home on the second day and I knew I wouldn't be home for 17 hours or more. So I'm like, I am not, I, what am I going to do? And it just dawned on me like, Michelle, you're in a healing conference. There's all kinds of options around here. I'm not sure what all you all got to partake in, but I got so many amazing things done to me. Anything from the sovereign silver people taking silver shots and copper shots to try and manage pain to a red light bed. And um, what was that brain tapping? Oh, yeah. Patrick Porter, brain tap. And did you check out um, the Relax Sauna as well? No, I did not. That's amazing. Jody has one at home. So I thought, oh, yeah, Jody has one. I have one. It's yeah, they're amazing. Okay. So I think Jody may even have a link. We may put a link to that um, in my show notes after this so that anybody who wonders about that. So there was all these healing modalities. And literally, I felt like by the time I had had all these wonderful things done to me, I was able to, I I did not need my walker and I was literally walker free by the time I was home and able to dance and have my life back just because of all these wonderful therapeutic natural options. Every option that was available there was natural or native to the body Mm -hmm. and something that could help us all. So um, Nurses Out Loud is dedicated to trying to bring those kind of things to your attention so that you also can get yourself free of the pharmaceutical complex that's out there that is basically enslaving the American people to um, medicines that put band-aids on problems instead of getting to the root cause and solving it. And I'm sure that's a lot of what y'all got while you were in South America as well, that I can't wait to hear what y'all all have to say, but any modality stand out to you that you got to do as well, other than that one? Tell her about the chiropractor. Oh my God. So listen, listen, I listen, I have been to many chiropractors before and I had the most amazing chiropractic experience of my entire life. His name was Oscar. Um, (laughs) His name was Oscar. He was, I mean, I can't even begin to describe. It was a little different. Um, It was not your conventional chiropractic experience at all, but I was, I decided to be very open again and receiving and just like leaving myself open to experiencing these, these different things that maybe before I would have been kind of, you know, like questioning a little bit or, you know, I just decided to be open and go into everything with an open mind. And I left feeling absolutely amazing. I felt like I could move better. I I mean, everything, my neck, um, my back, I had the cupping experience. I don't know. The whole thing from start to finish was, and he cleansed my aura. What did he, Jody? what did he do? Like he burnt, there was fire. I don't know. There was everything. <laughs> It was, it was an experience. Oscar was fire. This is this is the experience you have got to go on. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I it's okay. not just for Oscar alone. You've got to go and the ice. Oh, the ice plunge and so many different amazing. I would say that it would be a goal for us for the nurses' next Nurse Freedom event that we're going to have the kind of vendors we want at the event so that we can make sure that everyone who's hearing us talk or who comes to these events can experience some of these amazing things that we have as well. Absolutely. Okay. We've got big things in the works. 
Okay. I can't wait. So on the second half, um, I was going to, I've got a lot of questions from people about flu, RSV, and um, how to take care of your kids at home with RSV. So we'll deal with that on the second half. Be sure to check out some things in the AmericaOutloud.shop and things like Cofix RX for the iodine nasal and oral cleanse, the ASEA products that are out there. And there's plenty of supplements from the doctors that are on the platform and from other products as well. So be sure to check those out and we'll be back right after the break. It's time and this is world. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy powder it's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas bloating and occasional constipation there's a reason why oxy powder is our number one seller it worked go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15 percent off using the code OUTLOUD. global healing giving you the power to take control of your health naturally Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud Q&A, second half. I wanted to let you all know that I am being bombarded with enough questions about sick children with RSV and flu cases 
with questions about how to manage that at home for Nurse Michelle inquiry, that I'm going to handle the second half addressing that situation by myself. So if you're out there with sick children with either RSV or a flu or some kind of upper respiratory virus, well, we're going to give you the Nurse Michelle protocol and see if it can make a big difference in your family and in your home. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, be sure to go to my highlight bubble that actually says children, and you'll see tons of other wonderful resources for the sick child. So I want to remind you all that when it comes to the kids or whether it be the adult, that if you're getting recommendations from Nurse Michelle, which is not medical advice, it's just what a mother of six kids ages 33 down to 16 have been using um, effectively that we know works in our home. And I have thousands and thousands of followers all over the country who have done it. And when they do the protocol, they just have good outcomes. Okay. So we want you to have a good outcome and this not to be hard on you. There's no need for it to be a snotty disaster. Okay. Where you just feel like you are a person that's struggling with a sick kid. So the first thing I want to remind you is that you are always going to be on the same protocol called snort, gargle, nebulize, and supplement. And that's Michelle's easy way of just reminding you what the goal is every day of your sick child's life, okay? So if they have an upper respiratory infection, we've got to make sure we're clearing their nose. And that doesn't just mean pinching their nose and getting the icky stuff out of their nose, okay? But that is important that we do not have kids that are struggling with um, snot all over their face, okay? Because they're, they are an infection control problem for the whole family or anybody around them. And some parents are just different. They don't worry about snot. I'm a mom that says, get rid of the snot. And how do we do that? Not just by cleansing, pinching off their nose and telling them to blow out their stuff out of their nose. But some people are, little people are too um, young to be able to manage that themselves. So it's 100% gonna fall on the mom and the parent to do that, right? So when it comes to snort, what we want to do with the little people that are too small to blow their own nose, let's say that we're talking about two years old and under, sometimes it's only one year old and under, you're going to have a bulb syringe and you're going to get some purchased sterile saline that's 0.9% saline that you can buy pretty much anywhere. It is on Nurse Michelle's Amazon store. And I can put that link for you in my bio. I would recommend everybody have saline at their house over the winter season because you're going to need it every single season if you're a mom with sick kids because kids get sick in the winter. That's just what happens. And it sometimes it happens all year long. So you always need your saline, okay? So you're going to stock your house with that. I can teach you how to make homemade saline. You will have to keep it in the fridge and you would need to have a Celtic salt and some distilled water and, and or boiled water, okay? But you never use tap water for anything that we're going to nebulize or squirt up in the nose. Now, if you're gargling, it doesn't matter if you're using tap water. But right now we're going to talk about just the nose. Okay. So when you're talking about a one-year-old and under or a 15-month-old and under, you're going to have a situation where at the start of the day and for sure at the end of the day, where you're going to follow the following protocol. And if a kid is significantly congested, you're going to have to do this more than what I just said. Okay. So when you get a child up in the morning, they're going to be very congested because they've been in the bed horizontal. And we're going to talk about the bedtime routine that will change, that will improve that in just a moment. So 
maybe your mom and your parents taught you to always have a humidifier in the room to keep the air moist so their nose don't get dry and crackly. But when we're talking about a very wet nose that's draining tons of crud, it's quite the opposite. You have a kid that is um, really struggling and you need to put some medicinal essential oils that you're going to have in the atmosphere. And we'll talk about that in a moment too. But right now for the start of the day, you're going to you know wake them up, give them a nice warm washcloth to the face to get all that dry, crusty um, snot that's dried all over their nose and get their nose pinched out and not too much that it roughens up their nose too much. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put these 15-month-olds on down. You're going to sit on the floor with your legs open, mom, and you're going to put the baby's head basically at your crotch and your baby's arms are going to be underneath your thighs. But you're not going to start this terrible lockdown until you have everything ready. And that is going to mean saline beside you, a paper towel beside you, and a bulb syringe beside you, and preferably some X-Lear nasal spray. That is pronounced correctly clear, but it's spelled X-L-E-A-R, and you can get it from the AmericaOutloud.shop because clear is a brand that is um, available through americaoutloud.shop. So you can get your supply from them. And that 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 would be a product that you need for all your little people, okay? Because we're going to do what we can to prevent ear infections from being a part of your winter months. And you can do that by practicing good nasal oral sanitation, okay? So you, you have your supplies together and you've got the baby um, in this position. And yes, if they are you know, older, like 12 months plus, yes, those feet can come and kick you in the face and this could be unpleasant. So you may have to have somebody restrain the baby in that way. And yes, it's not pleasant, but you're doing what is necessary for the child. And once you get them in that position, you're going to put the paper towel across their chest and you're going to close up one nostril, squirt in one nose side, one nostril, the saline, a little squirt of the salt water, and they're going to feel like they're drowning. Their eyeballs are going to bug out and they're going to scream and may kick you in the face if somebody doesn't have the legs. OK, but it doesn't matter. And you may even make bubbles blow out of the other side of the nose. It, it doesn't matter. This is what the baby has to have done. OK, and you're going to get the bulb syringe and you're not going to put it in too much. You're going to close that left side, let's say, of the nostril, insert the bulb syringe in that you've already squeezed. You have it already squeezed. So that immediately when you release the squeeze, you're sucking their uh, nose out, sucking their brains out. And it's gross and it's slurping up all the snot out of their nose. And you are going to then squirt it onto the um, paper towel that's on their chest. You're going now, I have, a, I usually keep a wet paper towel as well. And I pinch off their nose because it's pretty nasty. And then you repeat on the other side. So you're going to now close up the opposite nose that you just cleaned and you're going to spray in the left nostril the saline and you're going to already have your bulb syringe closed and you're going to insert it slightly and gently into their nostril and you're going to suck out their left side and squirt it onto the paper towel. You're going to do this a few times until their nose is clear. So at the very end of clearing it out, you feel like you've gotten all the snot out of this little baby's nose. You're going to then um, close the nostril on one side, squirt one spray of the clear xylitol and grapefruit seed extract nasal spray into their nose. 
and do the same thing on the left side. Now there is a child, a younger child's version that has a little bit higher concentration of um, the saline in it that has a better propensity to keep the congestion from building up through the night. You absolutely do not put a baby down with congestion without having done this process and ending with the clear nasal spray. Okay. So the reason you're going to do that is because it's going to help with pathogens, but more importantly, it's going to be preventative for the ear infection. You don't want to have any kind of ear infection. So the next thing you're going to do for after you've done the snort protocol is you're going to do what's called the gargle, it's snort gargle nebulized supplement. So if they're a little bitty person and they can't gargle yet, which means basically anybody that's probably three or four and under, right? You will have a a recipe of the um, following recipe of one third cup of hydrogen peroxide, which is 3% hydrogen peroxide. Everybody can get it anywhere for just 88 cents at Walmart. Put a third of a cup in a mason jar and about two thirds of a cup, or you can just do 50-50, half a cup of hydrogen peroxide, half a cup of water, tap water, because this is just for the mouth. And you're going to keep it beside the sink and you're going to get their little toothbrush and you're going to brush their teeth, their cheeks, their tongue, and just keep rinsing it off after each time you take it out of their mouth, rinse it off, put it back inside the jar, get another dip in the toothbrush. And you're basically doing an oral cleanse that's clearing out pathogens for their mouth. Okay. Cause they can't gargle yet when they're older, when they're four years old plus and can gargle, you'll just have them swig it, swish it and spit. And that's going to be a way for them to take care of it. Now, Spry Clear actually makes a mouthwash for kids with xylitol that you don't even have to do this hydrogen peroxide. You can do it with xylitol and accomplish the same thing. And it tastes yummy. So that's an option. You can go to the Clear website on americaoutloud.shop. So you've done now nasal sanitation and oral sanitation. So before they go to bed, And throughout the day when they're definitely struggling with congestion, let's say a child is really thickly congested. Well, you're going to nebulize what's called 3% saline for them. And that's also known as what's called hypertonic saline. And that's 3% salt. Okay. Whereas what I just talked to you about is 0.9% salt, which is sodium chloride. So 0.9% we use when we're just nebulizing a kid with some congestion that we want to relieve. But if we're dealing with really thick, they've got terrible headaches or you've got terrible headaches because of congestion in your your face just hurts. You want to make sure you have Neal Meds hypertonic saline and Immune Mist is about to come out with a hypertonic saline that will be at 2.5% saline. And you will use that for like your one-year-old all the way up and you will be able to use it as a pregnant woman as well. But you only use the hypertonic saline three times a day. You don't use that as excessively as you can the 0.9%. And I know that may feel like I'm talking chemistry with all these percentages, but it's okay because isotonic Neal Med sinus rinse, you can buy over the counter pretty much anywhere or on my Amazon store. You should have the little powder packs in your house so you can easily make saline anytime. You don't have to buy it and keep it sterile or keep it in the fridge. All you need is distilled water or boiled water that's been cooled down to make your very own saline at your house. And if you've got a really very unhappy person that needs hypertonic, you buy that green box of Neal Med sinus rinse right now um, for the 3%. So, What you're going to do with your homemade saline 
is you're going to then, you've already cleaned out the nose, you've rinsed out the mouth, and you're getting ready for bed for the little person. And you are going to sit them on your lap and your right, their right arm will be under your armpit, your left arm, and you will clamp it down. If, if necessary, you'll be in position to re- re- restrain the child if necessary. And then their right leg will be kind of dangling between your legs so that if you have to, you can clamp that leg and their left leg is dangling on the outside of your left leg. And then you've got in your left hand, their left arm, if you need to restrain them at all. But if you do this right, you may not have to restrain. There's some bugs out there that really need restraining. And my um, grandson that's three or four right now, Oh my goodness, he hates being nebulized. So it's always a, a a problem. So I've had those kind of kids and the very compliant kids as well. So it's really about the personality. It's not their fault. It's who they are. The the feisty ones are gonna, you know, be world changers out there one day. So there's just comfort yourself in thinking that way. Or they're gonna be the strong-willed people that make change in their workplace. So here you are, you're sitting in the that position. I would recommend you getting pr- pretty close to a TV set or somebody holding a phone in front of that child where you're going to put on some brain sucking show like um, Hey Bear for the younger child. You can go on YouTube and look up Hey Bear. It's a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables jumping around to music and it is mesmerizing. It will draw their attention away from what you're doing with them. You will already have your nebulizer set up. And the way you'll do that is you'll have your saline and ideally I believe you should have Lugol's iodine. If you've never heard of that, you can go to my Amazon store and find Lugol's iodine. I wish I could rep it because I've so I've really directed thousands of people to have that in their home, but I'm not, I don't rep that. So you will get some Lugol's iodine in your house ASAP because Amazon can deliver it to you really quick. And when you set up your saline, you will have, let's say, five milliliters you'll draw up of your saline. You'll squirt it inside the nebulizer um, machine, the the little cup that holds the saline, and put a drop of Lugol's iodine in it. You'll put that back on the mask, and you will, with a child that agrees with the mask, just hold it on their face while they're watching that television show. And if they start becoming feisty and difficult, you got your clamp ability with your legs and your arm. And even if they're screaming bloody murder, it doesn't matter, mom. Just just smile and breathe through it because even their screaming will help get this in- inhaled b- better into their lungs. And you can actually take off the mask and just let the um, the steam the aerosolization of the saline blow. You can fan it in in front of their nose, in front of their mouth. If you have a nursing baby, if they're young enough to nurse, you can have them at the breast, take off the mask and literally just fan it at their nose, at the breast. And while they're happily nursing, they will be inhaling some nice 0.9% saline if they're really congested. Of course, the 3% saline. And remember, you only nebulize that three times a day, not whereas you can do as much isotonic saline nebulization as you want to help them with their congestion. So you've nebulized them now. And if you need more help on this, Nurse Michelle will put that in the show notes. And if you follow me on Instagram, it's a lot easier to find it. I have easy access videos to the teaching at at my Instagram site called Advocacy with Michelle. And that link is not, it will be in the show notes because that one is not a very, I don't advertise that one very much because I just send people there so they can learn how to nebulize, how to do the protocols I teach. It's just like little teaching videos for you there. But 
my other Instagram that has primary information is nurse Michelle with one L M I C H E L E dot R N. So now you've nebulized your child and this baby has had the works done to them. The little person is happy. If they're really congested and you feel like even getting croupy, you can go inside of a small shower area, bathroom, close the door off, put a towel at the foot of the door and turn the hot water on full blast and get the room full of hot air and steam, put yourself a ponytail on if you are curly haired like me, because you'll have like an Afro by the time this is done and turn it on and just sit in there and read bedtime books to your baby before they go to bed so that they inhale the steam. If they're screaming bloody murder in there, that's great because they're, like I said, they're just going to get more inhalation of it. No worries. Okay. No sweat. You've already set up their room. And let me tell you what you're going to do with the room before you put your baby down to sleep with respiratory infections. You will have elevated the head of the bed by just putting a book underneath the head of each end of the crib. Um, You could also do this by just putting a pillow underneath, a little small light pillow underneath the head of their mattress so that it slightly elevates. If you do it too much, your baby's going to be at the end of the crib by the morning sliding down. So just enough to keep the drainage going, um, gravity and help the drainage in their head and their ears to drain. You've elevated the bed. You've kept the bedroom door closed during all this time that you've been doing this bedtime routine because you've got a diffuser in that room. You can also find that on my Amazon store. And you have already accumulated eight very important essential oils. And the Frontline Critical Care Coalition of Doctors, FLCCC, have called this steam inhalation with essential oils and that it's a therapeutic modality that is effective at mitigating viruses and bacteria and whatever's in the air that could be re-inoculating them from their own cough. And you have been diffusing their room with lavender, thyme, peppermint oil, eucalyptus oil, sage, and cinnamon, okay? When you walk in that room to tuck that little sweet thing in bed, that you're going to close the door behind you and sit over in a rocking chair in that room, and you're going to just rock that sweet baby and sing them to sleep while they are inhaling that um, inhalation, and they're going to sleep in that room and have that benefit of inhaling that throughout the night, okay? That room is going to be a therapeutic place. This works for adults. You can put it at your desk. You can put it at your bedside when you go to sleep, pointing right at you and get the benefit of it, but keep your door closed so that you get the um, benefit of that thickness in the air being there. Now, if you've got a a coughing baby, a baby that has got a significant cough, you can talk to the pediatrician about this. But our favorite thing in our house that is a medicine is guaifenesin, and you can only get it like CVS or... um, Walgreens or somewhere like that, or the dollar store where it's the active ingredient is just guaifenesin. Okay. And there's dosaging for children with a cough. And when you're a two years old and up, you can have this. And the children that are two to six years old take about a half to one teaspoonful, which equals 50 milligrams to 100 milligrams every four hours. And you're not to exceed 600 milligrams in 24 hours, which is about six teaspoonfuls, but it will thin the secretions. Um, I'm hoping that a company that I know is going to make a natural version of this and we will not have to be taking the product that has saccharin and, and food coloring and things like that in it. But on America Out Loud, you also have the benefit of the other physicians like Jana Schmidt who have all these wonderful remedies for kids 
and it may even involve bee pollen. So you can spray um, throat sprays in your children before um, bedtime or in the morning that come from bee propolis. So you might want to look over to um, Dr. Janice Schmidt and see what she's recommending for the congested child that you could use as well if you don't want to use the guaifenesin. And then when it comes to fever, I'm anti-Tylenol. I am anti-ibuprofen um, for the kids unless they are raging fevers. If you're dealing with a kid that does have a fever, a tepid bath before bedtime or in the middle of the day will help get that down. Sponge bath them off, but don't let them get a chill. And that can help them out. But one of my favorite products is the Leafy brand. And let me tell you about that. The Leafy brand has a turmeric drop that you can put in the mouth of your little people. And they also have an immune supportive one that is called Defense Blend that has like oregano, onion, um, garlic, etc. Okay. Um, if you have a kid that's already got ear pain, they're tugging at their ear. You can use the mullen oil. That's a natural oil. You, I usually put the bottle down inside of a, uh, a, a coffee cup that I've already put some warm water in. I, I put the, the medicine, the mullen oil in its jar in a plastic baggie and let it sit there while I'm doing all that brain sucking, nose sucking of the baby. So that by the time I'm ready to tuck them in, I now can tilt their head sideways and pull their ear their earlobe down while their head is being held down flat and you drop a drop or two of either the, um, the mullen oil, M-U-L-L-E-I-N, I believe is how it's spelled. And that's on the Amazon store as well. And you would drop it inside their ear, nice and warm. It's going to feel so good and chase it with a little cotton ball that you tuck inside their ear. They're just going to love it, mom. It's, it's great. At first they kind of fight you, but that's just what happens. But if you give them the leafy organics, um, natural turmeric, you can reduce the inflammation in their body that they're struggling with that may be causing the fever and not even have to give them any Tylenol that's going to be an adverse thing for their body. If you're dealing with high fevers in children, that's a whole nother ball game. And we can talk about that some other time. But now you've got your baby's ears cared for. You've got their, their nose is clear. Their sinuses are clear. You've nebulized them. You've hot steamed them. You've sang to them. You've rocked them. And now you've got their diffused room already with their elevated bed and you're tucking them in and you put them in a pajama that has their feet that's nice and tucked in, not overheated, but a zip up jammy or something like that. Their fresh diaper and they are ready for bed. And mom, if you did all those things, I'm telling you, the chances of you having a crabby baby waking you up in the middle of the night is going to be significantly reduced. They're going to be feeling so much good, better the next day, and you will have a better day. And if you repeat that for a day or two, you really should have a short illness. Um, during the day, we'll crack the window slightly, maybe two inches. It doesn't matter how cold it is outside and get a fan and blow the air in that room out so that the no re-inoculation happens. That means like inhaling all the stuff they've been coughing into the air. We don't want mom sick. And while mom is actually caring for the baby that has a contagious thing, mom's practicing good hand washing technique. When she knows she's had a snotty baby all over her shirt, you know, you're taking off that shirt at bedtime or, or midday, maybe a couple of times. And you're tossing that um, in the wash because you don't want to just get every other kid in the house sick by hugging them. We never share cups in our house. I'm anti-cup cup sharing. Everybody has a cup 
color in my family. When we had tons of little people around, your color was your color. That that was your declared color for your life. Okay, that's what I did. And uh, we had a cup tray in the kitchen that they would get those from. But we would have the children always only drinking from their own cup and we're sanitizing their um, high chairs with hydrogen peroxide or something that's nice and clean, um, an oregano oil that wash or something like that. And then you have the child that, you know, you change out of the clothes when they wake up in the morning. You are keeping ventilation in your house going well. The Ameri- On America Out Loud, you could get the Genesis Fogger in your home for every time you have an illness. You could run the Genesis Fogger and be sanitizing the atmosphere. Uh, but if you can't afford that, you can also just keep a window or two cracked and um, ventilate outside, get the sick person outside for some sunshine and fresh air every single day and follow this protocol with your RSV sick little people. And you will be amazed at how much happier these little people are. And if you're sending kids off to school, you can get the spry from Clear's company, little um, mints that are xylitol mints. They can suck on it uh, at um, school and keep their mouth kind of sanitized during the day. It's something you can do, believe it or not. And you can squirt the school kid in the nose with Clear before they go to school um, you can also get the immune mist iodine nasal spray or the cofix that you can get from the America Out Loud store. And those sprays before they go to school and after they get, get home can help. But, you know, you wouldn't use the iodine product at 1% for their nose unless they are six years old and older. And what I typically do is tell people to get a fresh bottle for the kids only and pour out half of the brand new bottle and pour in half that amount back in saline and that will reduce the iodine cofix. Well, not the cofix, but the um, immune mist because it's 1%. It will reduce it down to 0.5% and make it something that you can use on your younger kids, say for the younger kids. It won't burn quite as much. But if you're nebulizing with Lugol's iodine, you're doing the same thing. Do it before school, after school, for sure after school, if you can't get it done before they go to school, practicing steam inhalation in all their rooms and making sure you have these things already there, you know, keeping some zinc drops that you can drop in their mouth and vitamin C. I've got chewable vitamin C's for the kids that are in my kid Amazon store. And if you're game for nebulizing hydrogen peroxide, I've got a recipe of 0.04%. I'll put in the show notes as well and a citation for that. And if you don't want to do um, the nebulizing of hydrogen peroxide, you can do um, the just the saline with the Lugol's iodine. But we always do nebulization of hydrogen peroxide at 0.04% every time somebody's sick in my house. So I hope that helps. You can do it, mom, you're super moms, and you can get these products in your home and be ready for the next time a virus hits your home. And Q&A will deal strictly with the adult, with the flu and what protocol. But for the most part, if you even do the kids version without having to be locked down to have your nose sucked out, if you're practicing good nasal oral sanitation, and nebulizing and gargling and making sure that you're taking those supplements that are beneficial for you, you know, you can get over this. But if you ignore yourself and go take some NyQuil and go get in bed, you're toast. So don't try that one. Um, We'll see you next week and we'll talk about flu in adults at that time. It's time.